It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, everyone. It's Mina Rizuki, and I'm here to talk a little bit about the Champions League matches that took place. It's Tuesday evening. We've just finished um, the match between Inter and Real Sociedad and Napoli and Braga. So I'm sure you already know, but both Napoli and Inter have qualified, albeit in second place, which I think is somewhat disappointing when it comes to Inter because we were hoping that they could come in first place and not have to come up against the likes of Bayern Munich, Arsenal, Real Madrid, Manchester City, potentially Atletico Madrid, um, all very, very difficult teams to really take on in all honesty. But um, let, let, let's actually start with that match. It was um, it was nil-nil in the end. Real Sociedad had 67% possession in the first half. In the first, what, 15 minutes, they, they were just completely in control of possession, but they couldn't actually craft any real interesting um, opportunities up front. Um, and it seemed like Inter's plan was to try to contain them and uh, see watch them as they get more and more exhausted and try to take their opportunities in the second half by introducing different players. That at least seemed to be the the plan. Inzaghi had chosen to go with Marcos Turam and Alexis Sanchez up front. Fratesi came in for Barella. Cuadrado started alongside him on the on the right flank. Carlos Augusto played in a three-man defense uh, alongside Acerbi and Darmian. And of course, ahead of him um, was Di Marco. And like I said, it just seemed about La Real was the team that dominated possession. Couldn't really do very much. I think Sadik had a very poor game in all honesty. Cuadrado, I really wanted to be like, welcome to Cuadrado because it's either brilliance or it's that. Um, it wasn't a very good match from him in all honesty. Um, it wasn't also a very good match for Chalanoglu. And I thought it was interesting the way that uh, La Real decided to to treat him um they decided to went out of possession well basically pressure uh 
pressure channel Ognu because they understand his importance to, to Inder and the role that he has in, in playmaking and decided to pressure him. And Zakarian was tasked with doing that. Um, he was on him a lot. And it was the first time that you saw channel Ognu play a very a poor game in all lessons. He seemed to be rather overwhelmed, um, wasn't making the right decisions. And these, it's very strange because I we, we recorded earlier in the uh, the podcast all together alongside Nikki and Patrick. And I was talking, we were talking about the fact that Chanaloglu is, uh, the, when he became available in Zagia and Marotta both had, both had the thought to bring him in. And I, and I was saying that I never thought that I could see him be this brilliant player that he's become. Vincenzo Montella called him the best midfielder potentially in the world right now. And he has been absolutely marvellous. And, Putting that man on him and pressuring him so much, you could see he, he couldn't deal with it effectively, which gives you a little bit of a blueprint as to what to do going forward. And Inter have had this before with Brozovic when he was playing and they would man-mark him and try to man-mark him out the way. Life became that bit more difficult, I think, for Inter. Um, but it's also important to note Lareal play a really annoying type of football. And I call it annoying to everyone else. It's wonderful. But they do apply a lot of pressure. They dominate possession. I feel like it's a little bit like they're all over you um, all the time. And they're not really coming up with it. They, well, they weren't coming up with the greatest of chances, but they are a difficult and exhausting team to, to play against. Um, in all honesty, they haven't lost since several weeks ago five weeks ago I believe and that was against Barcelona and they should never have lost that game so they have been in outstanding form in the league at the moment and uh, they deserve their place but it's annoying for Inter because I think that right now they are potentially one of the best teams in Europe I don't see many better in all honesty than them right now I'm not even entirely sure City is um, I would say that they could be on par with them. And we always have this self-deprecating view of, of Serie A because we don't want to say that they're the best because everyone will be like, oh, what about these teams? And so, but right now, based on the way that they're producing and performing and their performances in Serie A, I would say that they are the best in all honesty. Um, and so I was expecting them to win this. And, and I'll tell you why as well. I think it's not just about trying to avoid a city or a a Barcelona or any of these teams, but it's also the timings of of what they will face. Because if you are playing a team that, I don't know, like a Leipzig, for example, it can allow you to somewhat potentially rotate if you if you start well. Um and and I think here's the thing. So the first leg of the of the round of sixteen will either play on the on the thirteenth and fourteenth of February or the twentieth and twenty first. Um and here's the thing, just before the 13th and 14th, Inter will have to travel to the Olimpico to face Roma. It's very difficult to go and play Jose Mourinho's side and then midweek play a Champions League game potentially against somebody like Bayern or Real Madrid. It is a very exhausting week and that is where you start dropping points. Head to seriachronicles.com forward slash Patreon now and subscribe to the Chronicles Tifosi Patreon membership with a free seven-day trial. Get early access to every full-length episode and voice note before the rest of the world. Plus, all episodes are 100% ad-free. And you get bonus Patreon-only exclusive episodes, video episodes, and behind-the-scenes extras. Also, be sure to join the new chat community in the Patreon app and chat with fellow subscribers. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. 
When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. And so finishing top would have perhaps helped with all of that. Um, and, and, and even if it's not an exhaust, even if they win these matches against a city or whatever it is, it is mentally exhausting as well. I, I, do, I do love that Inzaghi feels that he's got a squad that's good enough to beat anyone. So he's not too fussed about going in. But it's these types of things that you would have hoped to, to try to avoid as much as possible. Um, if they get to play either on the 20th or the 21st of February, then it's somewhat easier because they face Salernitana or Lecce. Um, it's sandwiched between these two ties. So much easier. Now, the return legs, the first one would be on the 5th or 6th of March. The second is 12th or 13th. Again, if they get the 12th or 13th, they have to then go to Napoli um, and play uh, play them on the 17th. Um, they play Napoli. I actually don't know if it's home and away. Oh, I I cannot believe I don't remember that. Um, uh, let me just... Yes, no, they play them at home. I'm sorry. They did go to San Paolo already and had that brilliant game. I'm sorry, excuse me. I am just recovering from a flu. <laughs> um, but either way, I think this was a missed opportunity in all in all essence, in all truth. Um, La Real now have finished as leaders thanks to a superior overall goal difference. Um, I think this says a lot about the Spanish teams and their performances this season. Uh, a lot of question marks were asked about them last year um, because they've had a few they had a few problems, um, but now it looks like all four teams could well finish uh, top of the table. Real Madrid have, Real Sociedad have, uh, Barcelona have, and it's about Atletico tomorrow and they just have to beat Lazio who couldn't even be Elas Verona. So I'm not very hopeful. It's also worth noting that Atletico haven't lost a single match at home this year, um, which is why I'm worried about them also being a team uh, that faces any one of, of the Italians going forward. Um Notable players, I thought Acerbi is is having really the the season of his life. I think I think he's just he's just been really outstanding in the back, and I don't think that he gets enough gets enough plaudits for the way that he's been playing. After the match, I think a lot of question marks were asked as to why Inzaghi chose to play Alexis Sanchez and Marcos Turam, who was outstanding. 
and then replace them with Lautaro Martinez and Marco Arnautovic. So why not have started with sort of Sanchez and and Arnautovic and then bring on the goal-scoring twins uh, when you needed the goal towards the end? And I think that's the question. But um, Zaghi feels that... He's well. He's cleverer than than me, so I'm sure he knows what he's doing, and he's happy with rotating the squad in the way that he's doing. And um, he feels, I guess, confident uh, that going forward, they can take any team on, and hopefully, it won't affect them in the league title either. Meanwhile, Napoli finally won at home again. Um, it's something that I wasn't sure I was going to say anytime soon. Um, but they did. They won 2-0 against Braga. Um, Napoli, I'm sure you're all very much aware, had uh, only won two matches at home this season. The last one coming at the end of September. So it's they've been rather hideous when playing at home. I always want to say, did, did I actually stay at Stadio San Paolo? I, I keep saying that, Diego. Stadio Diego Maradona. <laughs> Diego Armando Maradona. I I keep doing that. Do you know how many times I've done that on TV and radio and had to correct myself? And this time around, I think I've corrected myself too late. I don't actually know if I said it, but if I did say it, I'm sorry. I always revert back to the original name of Napoli Stadium. It is, of course, the Stadio Diego Armando Maradona. Right, back to Napoli Braga. I really like Braga as a team. They're one of those really crazy teams that like always goes for it. They're sort of no holds barred. They on average score two goals a game. Become a member at patreon.com forward slash Serie Chronicles for regular bonus episodes and content. Sports Social Podcast Network.